You are listening to the Claim of Throne Blodgecast, and I am here to sing my own cue off. And with me, as always, is Cabba. Hi, it's uh, great to be the number one super heist fan, and good to be back for another issue of the Blodgecast. And um, yeah, I'm staring at Ash. He's rushed home, dressed nicely, looking a bit like some sort of ratty, dirty, boiling <laughs> little hobo. Crossed with a professional person. It's a strange mix. Yeah. But it mi- but it works. It's my new look. It's the it's look I'm cre- going for. It's growing my shriveled little cock off anyway. Yeah, well, speaking of dribbling liquids out your dirty old mouth and yeah. town, I just got a message from Sleet. I'll read that on air soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, last <laughs> night, my neighbours, yeah. 2.33 in the morning, awoken to the sound of yelling, typical, back door and also their rear entrance to their house bursts open like just chunder yakking outside the door it sounded like it was in my room hey pretty funny wow i love that this is the always the first segment of every episode now oh, they're fucking updates on ash's neighbors wankers i seriously think i'm gonna move out hey fuck seriously that bad. Um, you can come and stay at mine if you want can i also clean up after myself yeah i think they're just Terrible people, and the last people that went through that place were the same. So I think I just cut my Wayne Schwosses and bloody moved somewhere else. But yeah, I do really like this place. Really fucking nice. Other than I mean, that. how do you know you're not going to cop it at the next place though? <laughs> Try not to bend over too much. But uh, aside <laughs> from that, just yeah, yeah. Look for certain things like proximity, proximity to neighbours and stuff, mm. and. Yeah, I think if I was on the other side of this building where one tomb Clive Ford is, I'd be pretty yeah. happy. Um, we had some absolute toss pots as neighbours when we moved in here, but after 12 months, they just stopped making noise all of a sudden. The footy blokes. I don't know what they are. You know, they were yelling at the footy all the time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They've got a TV out the back. So summer's generally worse because they're out the back sink and piss watching every sport under the sun. Um, but... Yeah, I think they must have just kicked out one of the dumbass housemates or something, and it's all sweet. Yeah, well, now they got to listen to our fucking noise every most days. I shudder to think if they've actually recorded any of those conversations. <laughs> we might have to get nah. a new vocalist if that's the case. Nah, that's paranoid. Android, don't worry about it. What is on the blodge today? Well. I think there was something of relevance, data of relevance located yesterday, but I can't actually remember at all what it was. I'm trying to just look if there's anything saved in my note. I've got a picture of Double Swallow brand vegetable cooking oil I walked past today. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> so um, you sent to sleep? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So there was something topical yesterday that I read about on the old papers. Can't remember. Mm. Anyway, mm. today, fresh news, sort of like we called it, Tool updates on Twitter. This Friday, the Tool catalog goes up on all digital and streaming platforms, or mm. formats, sorry. Hashtag Tool 2019. Uh, yeah, so we've kind of preempted that, that they're going to drop all their shit. So I wonder if they're going to do something revolutionary or simply just be available on Spotify. 
Well, this is the second um, segment that we're going to have in every episode for the next few weeks at least. <laughs> what tool are up D- to? <laughs> Discussing tool. I did listen to the Joe Rogan podcast today with Maynard on it. Oh, the yeah. first time I've listened to Joe Rogan in probably two years and I remember why. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't handle it, eh? Way too much talking, which is strange because it is a podcast which the entire premise is talking, but just <laughs> shut up, eh? So out of the hour and a half or more... Um, amidst 75 ads at the start. Uh, they oh. probably talk about Tool for 10 minutes or less, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I did think it was interesting a couple of things that he said because, yeah, I did see online, yeah, they sort of say every release will be on every streaming platform. Yeah. And pre-order details coming soon. So, essentially, just doing what every other band is doing. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order a CD and some merch and you can stream it on Spotify or whatever. But hmm. um, I thought, yeah, I think on the last episode we were saying, you know, yeah, they're going to come up with something revolutionary, uh, whatever, you know, tool of this mysterious monster that have all these weird ideas. But the way Maynard was talking was just like, we're not promoters and we don't really have a fucking clue what we're doing and we don't really care and just trying to get every all the band members on the same page with something just we drag our asses and don't really make a decision on things. Um, so I think they probably just accepted that that seems to be the way to do it at the moment. And so they're doing it. Yeah. Well, at least that humanizes them a little bit, but that was always the thing with tool, the rub or the rub one out, if you will, um, back in the spray, they seem mysterious just because there was not a lot of internet. It was like the tool shed or toolband.com or whatever it yeah. was. But yeah, every other band did interviews. These guys didn't. And then you'd catch the occasional mention of them in like Guitar World or um, Danny Carey would get interviewed in Modern Drummer here and there. Um, but yeah, since the internet, you see a lot more of that stuff and find out, yeah, they're just normal fuckwits like us in bands. Yep. And yeah, just going through the motions. But one thing I did also take note of is the new album name, which was something like Inoculant Views or some shit. Fear Inoculum? Fear, yeah, that's the one. Which Weird, huh? Yeah. It doesn't in, really have a good ring to it at all, I wouldn't say. Absolutely not. And it's kind of a bit like, you know, Vicarious, that song, which is pretty much just about like watching reality TV or something like that. And so this one I can just yeah. imagine is going to definitely be about Donald Trump's saggy little brown cock. Well, Maynard did go on a spiel on this episode about um, people being addicted to their mobile phones. Oh, surprise. So it's probably all about that. He actually, they did bring up Trump. He didn't. Joe Rogan did. And Maynard pretty much said he doesn't follow politics or care about them. That's and interesting. sort of making a joke like he was like, who's Trump? <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm not sure about the politician angle, but yeah, definitely maybe yeah, some sort of vicarious similar topics. I yeah, imagine. not sure if you're aware of this, but uh that the band Pussifier, which mm. is Maynard's other thing, has yeah. a film clip with a cartoon character of Donald Trump in it. There you go. The whole I don't clip. Really follow them at all. And yeah. the um uh a perfect circle, the single or whatever. The main one off the last one is talking about having silicon obsessions and digital dicks and all this stuff. Pretty much sounds like mobile phones. So, I mean, you know, some people just run out of ideas, I guess. Fuck, I wish you would talk about 
brewing wine or something instead. But <laughs> yeah, who, who cider cares? at the moment apparently. Oh yeah. Look, end, end of the day, I don't think it really matters on the subject matter, but more so the delivery of the lyrics. I guess, like the way they're written or whatever. I don't know. You're always going to get those fuckheads who think Tool is about maths or whatever. Yeah. So depending on how the lyrics are structured, it could just be perceived as anything. Yeah. And by the way, I will add, I agree, because Vicarious is still probably the best song off 10,000 Days in my opinion. So yeah, you're right. Like I just ignore words and I have been ignoring words in bands ever since I was a kid and especially when I joined Claim of Throne. <laughs> I think prior to 10,000 Days, the lyrics were a bit, well, far more um, subtle, I guess, and could be interpreted as whatever. 10,000 Days was a bit... On the nose. S- straight out, just, you just know what the song is about. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, less interesting to me. By far my least favourite tool release. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, whacking those headies and let's go. Sedge over. Yeah. So there was that. Anything else? Um, oh yeah, your hornography. How did that go? Yeah, it was good. It was cool. Just another fucking month in Perth local metal hornography night. Uh, watched Wrath of Fenrir with a new lineup. Mm-hmm. Actually, thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. So who was singing? Um, Aiden, guitar, vocals, uh, new bass player, new drummer. I actually don't really know who they are, but I'm curious to know more about the drummer. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, still dressed as warriors, but less of that sound to it. No one on stage waving flags around. <laughs> and yeah, so it was a bit more stripped back and they played, well, as far as I'm aware, there was quite a few new songs and they sounded good. So I wonder uh, why Aiden would do that. We should probably interview him and ask him because he's got that other thing he does, eh? What's that called again? Septillion and Doomcave. Doomcave. Like, busy boy. Yeah, he's a busy boy. Why not just like, okay, Wrath of Fenrir was cool. Members are leaving. Just give it a new name and do still do the style. Like, Yeah. Viking. I think uh, th- I think Simon Holland is pretty keen to keep that project going. Oh, he's still in the band, Simon. Yeah, it's oh. his, his baby at the moment, I believe. Roger that. Well, then that makes sense. So I think Aiden joined as a guitarist. No, he was uh, playing the, drums, Those man. two good mates. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. So, fuck knows, man. I did get a few little stories um, during the night and whatever about um, what went down. Nothing yeah. too crazy, but... Of course. Know, just one I, of those things. I thought all the um, all the members have basically left, but yeah, that's that makes total sense. So, yeah, let's say Aiden was a drummer. He would, you know, all of a sudden they need another guitarist and a vocalist. Yeah. That's his thing, really. Yep. Uh, and he's good at it. Yeah. So, yeah, they were good. Uh, population control played. Also very interesting, eh? They've got this... Have you seen them before? Yeah, they're intense as fuck. Intense, sort of, um, real underground, grind, cross, black influence stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where like balaclavas and handkerchiefs and shit don't say a word between songs, all that sort of thing. But they've recently got a someone on samples. Really? So like, yeah, they got this dirty, yeah, black and grind now with 
these really weird fucking sound effects. So it could be, you know, directly pulled from a the latest Death Spell Amiga release or something like that, crossed with Grind. So kind of interesting and a bit doomy even, some of it. Jesus. Good though? Um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, cool. And what was the uh, and turnout like? Yeah, it was cool. I actually didn't even get a count. I don't know exactly, but I don't know. Pretty much the same as every month, which is good. Around a hundred or so, plus bands and guests and loyalty cards and all that shit. DJ Oliver Udall, DJ. DJ Udall, pretty Udall. humorous. He played some really bizarre shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not too much else to report. Dicey had a. Uh, stall with all his shit that he's trying to clear out i actually had my first attempt at selling some cds parting ways with some discs being very selective about it i don't want to part with um things that are too much of an emotional attachment to me but just seeing how it went i just picked out some fucking cds that either i've got a duplicate of or i don't listen to ever or things that I've just got from oh, and you sometimes you're on tour and you get a CD from a band that you didn't really even want and then it's never even been played that sort of thing mm-hmm. so I took a bunch of that sold like 10 CDs or something 5 bucks each fuck so yeah nice bit of pocket money for no work sold a fair bit of Claim the Throne shit had shirts for 5 bucks and CDs for 5 bucks and probably made 50 bucks Claim the Throne fuck off to the derbs, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, the end. It That's makes it. me think that I should have um, not given away my entire CD collection to Tim and just taken it down and done a stall at Hornos. You could do that, but also you don't even need to worry about it now because they're gone. Either oh, way. that was the goal, get rid of them. But now I am um, finished my last two beers in the fridge yesterday. <laughs> I really wish I had CD money for that. That's how I feel about my... Basketball card collection. Yeah, okay. So what is Andy Dowling up to and does he need new basketball cards? <laughs> well, he sends his basketball cards away in Lord orders, right? Oh, yeah, true. Funny cunt. And, yeah, got Lord of the Fries delivered, Uber Eats. That's pretty good. To Horno? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> My new favourite thing, actually. Lord of the Fries or Uber Eats? Lord of the Fries, definitely not Uber Eats. May I ask Why? All vegetarian. Which goes with your droopy little saggy bowls. I don't know. Just tasty as fuck. So still rocking the veggie game? How'd you go in oh, here and Los there. Angeles or wherever Where the I fuck can. you were? Oh, no. I meated it up big time. Mm. Any uh, carnivorous diet with that as well? <laughs> Buffalo wings most days. Um, yeah. Lots of meat over there. But now I'm back. I don't know. Just I won't have meat if I don't have to. If it's already there, I'll eat it. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. All good. If it if it's not, I'll try and not contribute to the demand. Yeah. Segment three of the podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Segment four? Segment four is sleet, of course. Um, oh, yeah. What does his message say? Uh, his, his message was asking about kind of a funny story, actually. The um, He sent me a bit of a blurb yesterday. I should check this album out. He goes, if you feel like discovering what made Sleet what he is today, check out Forgotten Woods, album, which is a band, with their album The Curse of Mankind. 
one of those albums bought by his brother in the era that you listened to it just because you'd bought it. You know, we've talked yeah, about right. that before. You just sort of have to deal with it. Cool. Um, and yeah, he kind of forgotten it existed, blah, blah, blah. It's over long, as in like pretty fucking long and pretty raw, whatever. Anyway, early atmospheric avant-garde sort of black metal, which is interesting. Um, anyway, I had a bit of a fucking squiz on the way home. Thought I'd listen to a whole album. Not even finish three songs. Yeah, right. Um, and I was like, oh, I must, you know, I must be in the last song. And I checked the one I'm listening to. 16 minutes, 56 through, a minute and a half to go. Mm. Any good? Not bad. Pretty funny. Some bustle. Yeah, so it's like 12, 13 and 18 minutes so far. Fucking hell. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish this. But yeah, not too bad. Give it a whirl. It's pretty dirty if you're into the production styles of bands like Eucharist. And the remastered version of the first Eucharist album is also dog shit production. So... Yeah, check that out. Bit melodic. Definitely a lot of that suicidal sort of black metal sound. Um, yeah. Anyway, fucking give it a whirl. Maybe next year we should do Slate's top 20 albums ever. Oh, that would be really interesting. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to tell good. Slate. I don't think he listens to the show, so let him know. Yeah, well, he's, you know, coaching the Warn Dogs these days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have we spoke about hornography yet? Uh, that was segment four. Oh, yeah. So segment two. Um, next hornography is a pretty big one because Nine Foot Super Soldier release, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we did speak about on this show over a number of episodes. By number, I mean about 10 or more mm. when um, you were producing it. So Six years ago. To be released. Oh. Six years ago. Yeah, that should be good. I actually yeah. had a sneak peek of the album for the 9,000th fucking time um, through Tim's little system next door. They got some pressings back, so had a bit of a squiz to make sure it was all good. And yeah, sounding wicked, man. So mm. they're going to have stuff to sell there for all you peeps. Um, this episode is brought to you by Nine Foot Super Soldier, coming to you soon at Hornography. <laughs> something of August, something mm. rather. We should probably have an episode with those tosses again once that's out. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we did that six weeks ago, it could be coming out tomorrow. So That's true. Segment 12, what me and Dicey did last week. Is that for After Hours Over 18's podcast? Well, it is, but I figure we're all an adult audience here. Enough of us. Apart from most of the people that Dicey spends his time with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got to learn to... Lick out of the dribbly bowl sometime, but um, yeah, no, far away. Yeah, we had that. Tell us, (laughs) we had that jam the other day Mm. on Thursday, so that was pretty cool. Old uh, hen house session. Um, Gareth from PC Thug has a room, yeah, yeah. So I've actually been up there once to deliver an amp or something. It smelt like shit. Oh, really? Um, pretty cool (laughs) to have the room all set up and. Ready to go. Yeah, it smelled pretty nice actually when I went in there. Um, mm. Two drum kits set up, a bunch of backliner stuff. So I think he sort of shares that with his friends. And yeah, Dicey's been jamming there for ages apparently. So yeah, jumped in there, didn't have to set up a kit. That was quite nice. 
Yeah. Um, used Strange setup, though. Wild setup, dude. Um, pretty, mm. on the surface, looks quite similar. But yeah, all the angles of stuff. Pretty crazy. He used his symbols and pedals as a bit of a challenge. Pretty funny. I told you about this already, but yeah, I said, I literally commented to Dicey. I go, Phew, it's lucky it's just you and me here because I haven't really practiced that much and don't really know the songs. Should be all sweet. And then like Dave Haley walks in with Brad. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, and Dicey laughed and he goes, ha, huh, Dave. Ash just said how he's fucking sucking at the moment or something. I was like, yeah, oh, well, let's play this song. I don't know. Anyway, actually went fine, man. Um, yeah, just two of those Battle Sword songs. Pretty, pretty simple stuff. How are you learning them? Have you got the recordings or are you learning them in the room? Uh, Gav sent me, I think, like four or five demos. Uh, one of them has lyrics on the, like vocals on the demos. The other one's just music. So, yeah, I just, a couple of days before, crammed my headies in and just, usually what I do with that is I listen to the songs, like all of the songs constantly, but I thought in the past, it's sort of is like you're being a jack off of all trades and master of one of none. So, yeah, so what I did is just chose one song at first, listened to that at Fuckload, the one with vocals. So it's like easier cues because you kind of know the structure of the song. Then I added in more as I went. So after a few hours and just tried to listen to it. And then, yeah, the, just before I went to the jam, sat on the um, the old practice set up there and tried to get my hands and feet to move in the same way as the song and see what happened. Yep. But yeah, way simpler setups and um, structures and all that than a typical claim of thrown song so yeah should be pretty easy to learn got through start to finish two songs pretty much on the first go without vocals and then when vocals went in there it actually threw me right the fuck off um yeah yeah it was real weird because you know people sing in kind of different rhythms one way like live rather than on a demo or something it's evolved Mm -hmm. let's say so yeah threw me off whatever it should be pretty easy. It gave me enough confidence that I can, um, yeah, just spend a bit of time on it over the next two weeks and actually get through a whole set. Just the one gig that you're doing? Apparently, yeah. I, I don't really have time to do more than the one gig. Um, but, yeah, it's Louis', Louis thing Yeah, with those guys. I assume he's just off just because he's got a gig elsewhere. He's a busy boy. 25 other bands. 25 other bands. But yeah, that's not my bag, man. I've got fucking too many too many bands that have no visibility so no one knows I'm busy. Everyone thinks I'm doing nothing unless you're one of the four people listening right now. <laughs> oh, cool. Interesting. How often are they jamming? Like is Dicey up there every week pretty much? Not with them. Oh. I think with Bloody Poop he is getting ready. Yeah. They're going to go in and track pretty soon. So I've got a gidge next week, I think. A good one too, which I'll Ooh. be going to. What's that? Metallica. Deprav- Depravity, Bloody Poop, Burial Ground, I think, and some other bunch of fuckheads, but sounded pretty good at the Boston. Okay, cool. Non hornography night at the Boston. Is it for something? Just a gidge. Cool. Mm. What night? Dunno. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. 
Interesting. I I might suck off and fuck off and head down. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, unlike this week that um, sorry about pulling out early, um, and also, man, the latest podge that says is just called Cabba pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot <laughs> to be interpreted so many different ways. But uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I work hard on those things. <laughs> can tell um <laughs> probably the only reason i'm still doing this show just for the titles that you bust out and also release each time they're fucking good eh? yeah i've been enjoying the descriptions <laughs> easy to just to fall into old habits but yeah hopefully we do a few more podges or at least just hanging out and also so we can get some more fucking jokes <laughs> uh yeah nothing How's nothing that, huh that bedroom of yours going all right yeah, I moved the um, the shit around in here, and now I can actually access the computer again. Hence, I'm sitting here, and uh, yeah, played a bit of guitar last couple of nights. But I didn't get a chance really to do it. Well, I did, but I was savagely hungover pretty much all weekend. Been off the booze. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sussed that out yesterday. Played some guitar. Yeah, we'll continue on as I do. Whatever. Do miss it in this particular room, though. Sleeping in this room. I wish I did, because that other room's bigger. Um, Just have a nap now on air. <laughs> Ash has a nap for thirty minutes. <laughs> um, speaking of clearing out your dirty laundry, do you have any music that you've listened to? Listen to? Yeah, several things. Any of the weeks? Um. Yep. I'll give an honourable mention to uh, the new album from Black Helm. Oh, fuck. This is you about. Cam from Over East, his band. Haven't listened to it. Sounds really yet. cool. I've only listened to it once, so um, I've got to listen to it more. Can't comment on it too much, but um, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. You can hear a bit of dissection influence and a bit of like a mortal influence. And well, I don't know, it's probably just a bit rawer than that sort of stuff, though. Any um, Any shredding on it? I can't recall any mad shredding, but just sounded like pretty just cool riffs, decent songs. Cool. Um, so I do plan on smashing that a bit more, but I got sidetracked with an album from Wormwood, their new one. Oh. I've heard them before. It always, always reminds me of the Marduk album, um, but I've been enjoying that a lot. So that's been playing most of the time. It's not like astonishing or anything but i've just been enjoying it yeah oh well yeah what about you well it would be that um boston naga or whatever the fuck that shit was that sleek got me to listen to oh yeah i think a standout track is with swans i share my thirst good title bracket for come (laughs) um forgotten woods yeah like it's it's fine i think it's fine um not unpleasant for folk like you and I, I think, but um, yeah, definitely don't think it'll make a non-sleep top 100 anytime soon. All right. Um, yeah. Drink oh. up. <laughs> Drink up? I don't know. Hmm. Any other shit or... Um... Uh, not really. I've been playing a fair bit of music. Over in my den here. Yeah. Which has been good. 
Um, what sort of starting things? To, oh, starting to fix up and work towards finishing one of those Claim the Throne demos that I never quite finished. Oh, wow. The one that has... Um, Good harmonies? Dark Mirror of Tragedy Veiled in Scarlet uh, Ethereal Sin lyrics. Yep, I know the one. From posters, yeah. So that only ever got a few minutes long. So I've just been experimenting with ideas on that and just enjoying it and not being in a rush or any shit about it. So that's been good. Yeah. Been watching the... Did a 10-day trial of Foxtel now. <laughs> that was pretty good because we watched Game of Thrones mainly. That's why we got it. But then had like nine days left and watched um, the old Jim Jeffries TV series, Legit. You ever seen that? No. Oh, just about my album of the week. Real funny. Would recommend. It's only a couple of seasons. I think it got discontinued, which is surprising to me. Funny. And I thought you were going to say like, oh, watch the latest Bob Marley documentary and I've yeah. actually written a reggae album or some <laughs> shit like that. But no, comedy. That That's for next week. Yeah. And also got a new robot vacuum cleaner. So that's almost yeah. the album of the week as well. Just fucking goes around the house. Scaring the S- fuck out of Pickles. Sucking off my floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Pickles doesn't seem to give two fucks about it. But, yeah. yeah, the future, man. It's here. Yeah. Uh, and that, my friend, is my life, I would say, this week. And no, like, cut the shit. Do you suck at guitar and not having played it for four weeks? Like, try and play a Harvest Trail song. Does it work? actually didn't even try that. I'm booked in for this weekend with one Ian. And I'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Forget uh, I asked. Because I was listening to a fair bit of Opeth and Insomnium while I was away, my styling is a bit slower currently, so I haven't really tried to be good. <laughs> Don't know, just enjoying it, I guess. Trying different chords, maybe in different patterns than normal. Yeah, I think that's um, good to do. I was um, saying last week, she's pod just scheduled for tomorrow, maybe. But yeah, I'm not getting writer's block, but it's sort of more like boredom's, not boredom, um, repetitive block or something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like I need to do something else for a bit that'll break me out of whatever the fuck it is I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not probably not the worst thing that you're listening to stuff that isn't so Harvest Trail, especially if let, let's say Ian's making suggestions, hey, Cabba, you should fucking hold your horses slightly on some of those 280 tempos. <laughs> you know, you might be a bit more open to stuff or... Well, the whole reason I even started that project was because back then I just felt like doing it and my new outlook on life was if I'm feeling it, I'm just going to do it. Mm. So the same now in reverse. If I don't feel like doing it and I feel like something else, I'll just do something else. Yeah. No, good good thing to do. And also I have been wondering where your left hand's been this whole time, but I suppose that answers it. Partially the cock, partially Piggle's head. Mm. If you feel like doing it, do it. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I do need to get that fucking thing done, hey, and just jamming. So I hopefully would like to do that in within a few weeks' time. 
Sure. Keep getting harassed by certain someone who may or may not listen to the podcast to book in a gig. Got a bit hard to commit when we're yet to even jam. Yeah, and no one can play the songs. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on... I know we spoke about you and I jamming and also possibly playing with each other and rehearsing at your house. Mm. Vision, ever thought about that? Or too far, too far basket? Be happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Close to... I've never been there, so I would yeah, be happy to try it out. Close to Ian. I've never jammed there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quite close to Ian. Um, Anything to make Ian's life easier is fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it might give you an opportunity to just poke your head in and also have a look at the rooms in there if you were thinking of possibly doing any recording at all um, one day. And yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, freshness every now and again. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm keen to try somewhere else. Yeah, or maybe can do one for one even or something this week yep. there, one week there. But yeah, again, now that I've got the old mini kit, it's all well and good to take it to your place. But um, when there's more than just you and I involved, it's still fucking easy to get around. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty keen. Especially, man, I've got to tell you, jumping on that kit the other day, it, it felt like foreign as shit to me to actually play on a real drum kit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel I probably should jump on opportunities to actually play drums before things go south. And who knows, one day I could be as bad as myself. (laughs) I don't fucking know. I like when we go on tour sometimes and you just play a different fucked up kit every single night of the tour. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably better because of it, but you wouldn't have done that in quite a while. No, I haven't. And you also get a chance at least to toy with the settings and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, um, yeah, when you literally, a few times I've had it where like drummers have their shit locked down and you like can't move it for some reason, like there's a, there's locks on it. And that's always a fucking nightmare of a challenge or, you know, you can't reach the slave pedal or some shit um, and you don't want to be its soldier. So, yeah, crazy shit. Would like to do that a bit more often. And, man, get the opportunity to play live with that dumb as fuck miniature kit be pretty funny yeah totally yeah um yeah you when you're playing that you really look like you're just destroying it hey just so small maybe because it's small or maybe just because it looks like it's a breeze for you or like it just looks fun and comfortable yeah it's funnily enough it's not look it is smaller um the kit's also smaller too but the snare drum is a normal size the kick drum is it's not as big as my typical one. I've got a 24-inch bass drum's that big too, but this one is 20. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so that's like slightly smaller and, and it's not as deep as well and also. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the toms are still a, it's a 10 and a 14. So I would look way smaller than my normal kit, but still pretty much the same thing. It's more that when I play on it, I have a bit of... Um, the word disregard like i'm yeah. almost trying to break it yeah <laughs> you know yeah um, yeah i like that yeah so and and i use less symbols and it's only two rack oh it's one rack and one floor tom and it's a bit of a challenge to 
get you guys not to notice that I'm on a radically different kit to what I would normally play. So yeah, it's actually just a bit of fun and the man the setup time must be like you with a mini amp, just being able to like fucking carry that with ease around the place. Yeah. Yep. Not break your back. Absolutely. Should we cut the crap and fuck off? Okay.